Welcome everybody to Saves Together, the podcast about playing games together, whether that means co-op or passing the controller back and forth or just playing the same game at the same time. It doesn't matter how, it only matters that it's together because when you save together, you stay together. I'm Craig. I'm Grace. And this is episode 97. I wrote 96 at the top of my thing. I'm changing it. Now it says 97. Now it's Yay. official. Yay! 97. And today is a very special day here in the Saves the Other Treehouse because it's time to award our Saves Together shoutouts for 2023. Wow. It's that time of year again, isn't it, Craig? It's award season. Everyone's <laughs> here. The stars are out in their finest dresses. Yes. And on the red carpet. There's a red carpet. If we ever did it live, I w- would we have like a red carpet? Who would we invite? Who would we invite? Yeah, which celebrities do you think would come? Mm. I think I could get Michael Sarah to come. Yeah. I think he would come. And he- maybe Justin Long. Do you think Michael Sarah plays video games IRL? Um, no, I think I think he probably does stuff like listen to music. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Well, he also makes music. Really? Mm-hmm. He looks like he makes. I have rock. one of his songs on plays, my Spotify. Does he play the acoustic guitar? I don't know. Maybe he plays the ukulele. Wait, really? I, don't, I said maybe. I don't know. <laughs> seems like one he would play. I feel seems like one everyone could play, really. As a people, are we past the uke phase so that if I got a yeah, ukulele, I'm, I'd be clear now to do it and not just be like jumping on a... I think so, except um, there was a moment this year where someone who's very canceled, I won't say their name because I'm afraid it will bring demons, but they apologized with the ukulele song. Is so. it the... Is it the... Was it a tuber? Yeah, it was a tuba. Is it a tuba for children? A tuba for children. Yeah, let's not say their name. We don't want to give credit Ugh. to these people. Anyway, so I feel like that kind of set ukulele behind another three years. Well, that's so you good will because have to wait. I could start now practicing. So then by the time uke is clear, exactly. I can come out here with my ukulele and just like, you know. It really was such a thing back in like, was yes. it the mid 2000s? Yeah, no, mid mid 10s. Mid, the mid 10s. The mid aughts. No, the aughts was before. Yeah. Anyways, this is the Saves Together shoutouts, where it's a little bit more about celebration and less competition. We we always kind of felt like Game of the Year lists ended up being like, best graphics ever. Who is the winner of best graphics? And we're kind of trying to have a little more fun than that. Obviously, we are going to pick our favorite Game of the Year individually and as Saves Together for co-op. Um but again, we don't really care too much about like who's the winner, who's not, right? We're just we're just shouting games out that are cool. I'm a competitive person, I'll say that, and I do like competition, but I feel with art, you know, it's so subjective. So yes. that's why we want to celebrate what we enjoyed and maybe you'll take something from this and find a new game. And also everyone else does the competition part. Like what's another podcast about that's right. We're trying to be cool, basically. We're trying to be cool, and that's why we have categories like Animal Noise of the Year. Right. Who else has got that? Yeah. Who else Nobody. has that? GameSpot? Did GameSpot have best Animal Noise of the Year? No. Don't give them any ideas. I didn't check, but probably not. Probably not. It doesn't... It's, it's a very us category. But that's not the one we're starting with. Should we start? Or should we get Let's into it? Let's get into it. Are we supposed... Do we usually talk about what we've been playing in our solo No, time? I don't think we need that because I don't think we need to. there's enough to say. So... Tighten your tie and buckle your belt. Buckle your Mary Janes. Do people wear those anymore? What? What are those? They're like these little buckle shoes. Like that, pilgrim um, shoes? That like, 
kind of that like Clementine would wear. Remember Clementine? No. Wait, um, Madeline, I mean. Oh. <laughs> the little French girl from the little French girl books called Madeline. Oh, those are cute. Aren't they? Yeah, people still wear them like Lolita's. Yes. Buckle your Mary Janes and tie your tie because it's time for Saves Together Shoutouts 2023. We should what? probably come up with a jingle. You know how like okay. the Oscars have I just like. Did. You can just, you can just play that back every year. Ba, 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 That's not very good. Can we do it together? Okay. Ba, 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 ba. It feels I like really that... out of tune somehow, yeah, even though really. there's no tune. I don't think that's it. That's not it. And in the future, when they do like a retrospective. How about this? No, you can't just have, we're going to get DMCA'd. No, we won't because we're in New York, so it's legal here. Or you can oh, play right. that other song. If you song. are in New York, you can have the um, New York song. In New York. <laughs> we, we, we took a walk across Brooklyn Bridge over the holiday break. And yeah, we heard that song about 18 times. At all the like boot, all the 360 video booths. All the booths. 360 video booths that people Yo, those rent out. tacky, man. They're really bad. We saw one person doing it. And I was like, what does that look like? And I didn't want to look because, I, you know, they were doing their thing. I didn't want to be in the video. Anyway. Anyways, so, let's that's the jingle. Let's let's head into the first category. I can't, can't believe, believe I spent, spent so, so long playing. playing. This is a category where we talk about games that we're we're surprised how long we spent playing them. That's crazy. It's just like the title. It's that's the point of titles. Yep. So two of these are just mine and then the, <laughs> the winner is a co-op one, but they're one the first one is Isaac. Um Binding of Isaac. Yeah, I just, I just call it Isaac, you know what I mean? I feel like if I said Isaac to gamers, they would know. You know what I mean? Sure. This is a very popular game. This is like one of the most popular roguelikes, right? Famous, would you say? Definitely famous. Probably the most popular. So I had to wait to play it because I bought the... I had never played it before. I bought the special edition from... I don't remember where it was from. Oh my god. One of those limited run gaming companies. And they had the like all the DLCs included on the on the cartridge. Shout so. out to Limited Run kind of becoming the Kleenex of drops like that. Limited physical release. Yeah. I now guess it so. is just because they took the two words. Yeah, they just run named is it, not though. common, but I would say limited run. It's like if you were a video game developer and called your development company uh, video games. And I was wow. like, wow, Sponsored shout out to by, the video uh, yeah. game. <laughs> Published by video games. Although my dad and other parents, I'm sure, used to just call every console Nintendo. Nintendo. Or then PlayStation so, and then Xbox yes. for a little while. It's like whichever oh, one Game is... Boy was the one for a long time. It was like, grab your Game Boy, and that could have been a DS. That could have been an SP. So many things were Game Boy, you know? Yes. So that's kind of like Limited Run, but I do feel like they kind of uh, they stacked the deck there for themselves. Do you think my parents know what a Dreamcast is? Despite no. how much I played it in front of them. Maybe. Like if I said, you know, on the Dreamcast, do you think they'd understand what I was saying? We were having a conversation in front of them about WarioWare and and your mom was like, you sound like you're speaking a different language. <laughs> and I don't think, was it even that crazy what we were saying? And I don't know. I don't even remember. Probably not. Okay. So anyway, Isaac. So I played that and yeah, I mean, can't, can't believe I spent a long time playing it because. You played a lot of that. You know what's funny? When I started out, I was immediately like, unenthused i was like remember well, do you remember when i first started it. playing it we oh played yeah you it together. played it we were gonna maybe do an episode on it but it's a top-down shooter and a roguelike a bit of a bullet hell but not really and a bit of a bullet hell so you're just not your really thing. really asking a lot of me here 
And so we didn't like it at first, and I thought that was kind of it. And I was then, unimpressed at first. I was like, eh, I think I'll be done with this game. And then it really, it just took hold of me. And it, and I, I've beaten it multiple times. I mean, obviously I've beaten it multiple times. I've gotten to like one of the last bosses. I definitely did like Mega Satan, which is the last boss of the first game. There's even more bosses. I did a couple others and, you know, I played a lot of that game and it was really fun. So shouts out to Binding of Isaac. Yep. When Runner did the up. first game come out? You know, 2011. Yeah. So, so that's, yeah, it's a long time ago. Okay. And then, Everyone is so excited to hear the next game you played. Tiny Rogues. This is another shout out. I mean, honorable mention. Tiny Rogues is a, uh, it's a roguelike, another What's roguelike. A- yeah. I just spend a lot of time playing roguelikes, so maybe I can believe they're, it. I mean, by design, they're very replayable. That's that's right. Do you and, think uh, instead of runner-up, or what did, what did you say? Honorable, honorable mention. mention. Do you think we can come up with a good, like, word that we can brand? Yeah, let's pin that, and we'll we'll come back to <laughs> well, that like, at the end the of the other, episode. The other, the lower <laughs> shout-out, the Class B shout-out goes to... I think that's something. definitely something to consider. All right, cool. We'll Keep circle back about... in 2024. So, Tiny Rogues, Tiny Rogues is a great game. You should definitely check it out if you like roguelikes. It's still in development, but it feels like... I mean, you can complete it to a point, and it just has... It just, it just got a new update for December, which is really exciting. So, check it out if you like roguelikes, if you're like me. But the winner is Diablo 4 because we, it's bad. <laughs> no, I mean, it's you not know, a bad game. It's, it's not a just kind of like, it's just a waste of your time. That's what I actually think. Yeah. And maybe this is kind of a, not a shout out to, <laughs> I love that we were like, this is about positivity. And the I don't first think I ever category. necessarily said positivity. I just said that. That's it's, true. Uh, you did not say the word positivity. Competition. We try to be mostly positive, and Most I had fun playing that game, Diablo 4. We beat but it. after it, yeah. and looking back at my time, I was like, I don't think I like this game, actually. Yeah, so we truly can't believe we spent so long playing it, because we spent, why? We, we played a ton of time. I feel like it really was a dedication into trying to find the fun. Find the fun. Find the fun. The fun must fun. be in here somewhere, because it was F-T-F. back in, on, in Diablo 2 and 3, there was fun for me. So where is it here? We'll never know. Uh, it's hidden behind microtransactions. <laughs> That's my hot take. No, I don't think no, if I, I, I don't think if I bought a skin, I'd be like, now I'm having fun. No, I agree. <laughs> I just am mad that it's even in there because it's so antithetical to what that game's supposed to be. Yeah, here at Safe Together, we're not fans of microtransactions. You would say. Craig's, Craig's birthday, birthday party sleepover, sleepover guest list. list. This is a category. That's Craig's birthday party sleepover guest. That list. are all the people and characters <laughs> and whoever that I would invite. To my birthday party sleepover. That's right. Where you play pizza party games, obviously. You play pizza party games. You also play sleepover games. What's which, your soda of choice is the question. Um, for the pizza. This year, it's balls. Okay. Sponsored by... Classic not, gamer beverage balls. Yes. Class... I've never had it until recently, and I, I thought it was strange. It's not <laughs> the best. It's not the I best. I liked it a lot as a kid, but I think it was more... The novelty of it being called balls. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like if you saw a drink, you know. But you know, I don't think it. the bottle or the label or anything looks like it should be called balls. So far, we are on a family-friendly rating. So I don't think saying balls is bad. Is not family. I'm not friendly. saying balls. I'm, I'm just impressed balls. that we've gotten this far in without making it explicit. So congrats to me. All right, Craig. So let us know who's on your birthday party sleepover guest list. Eight oh eight. The cat from Hi-Fi Rush, come on down. You're coming and sleeping over. We can snuggle. 
It's a robot cat, right? It's a robot cat. Is it a robot? It it's is a robot. indeed a robot. Turgle from Jedi Survivor Fallen Jedi Star Wars. Star Wars presents Jedi f- Order. Uh-huh. The Fall dog on. from Humanity. The puzzle game where you It's a Sheba, right? It's a Sheba. It's like a light, it's like a light orb. It's an angel Sheba. It's an angel Sheba. So I'm hoping that 808 and the dog from humanity get along. I hope they don't I think classic, they will. classic dog and cat stuff, hijinks. I hope well, that Shibas doesn't happen. Well, Sheba's are kind of like cat dogs, so I think cat it'd be dog. okay. Cat dog. Alone in the world, little cat dog. I played a bunch of uh Sanrio Hello Kitty Island Adventure this year. And learned that Botsmaru is like the coolest. I love that guy. New favorite. New, really new favorite. Also, no one wins this category. This is just the announcement of the guest list. Yes, of course. Um, but also Barry and Baku from Sanrio. I liked that game fine, but the thing it did for me was spark a Sanrio obsession. Yeah. And um, that's not good because they make a lot of merch, but also it's really cool because they have so many characters. So it really like did its job in advertising yeah, to did. you, like. <laughs> all of its merch so good job uh sanrio for making that game samba from samba de amigo because uh that guy rules he's been my friend for a long time of course he's coming frankly i wish i could invite him every year but it's been a long time since he was able since he was eligible to be when did you guys first meet how old were you oh 2002 probably that's not the question how old were you (laughs) 12 i was 12 i guess i did say when so fair enough Wow, that's great. That's like a childhood friendship. Yeah. Friends to lovers, right? Would you kiss somebody? <laughs> no, um, I'm sorry. I'm not asking that question. I'm well, taking that I'm back. Well, I'm thinking about it. He's a monkey, so we can't do that. Why not? You know why. Free love, man. Uh, Gino from Super Mario RPG. Now, here's the deal. I didn't even play that game, but I've always been obsessed with that character design. Um, I didn't even know what game he was from for a long time, but I would see him everywhere on the internet, you know? Yeah. And, uh, that guy just seems cool. Now, you played the game. Should I invite him? Is he gonna cause a problem? No, he's really chill. Okay, cool. He's chill, so... He's chill. He'll be, like, sitting in the corner, like, he doesn't say a lot, but, like, every time he says something, you, like, listen. You're like, oh my god, Gino's talking. I like that. So you know he's a puppet, right? That's fine. And he's been possessed by a, like a star or some something. So letting you know, letting you know. My party, you do, do you not? Does he not sleep? So he can't be at the sleepover. Yeah, he never. That's sleeps. That's okay because we're not sleeping at the sleepover. Of course, you can't sleep at sleepover. That's the first one who falls asleep is the one who gets their face drawn on, obviously. And then the second one is the one who gets their hand in warm water. I would never do that. It's disgusting. Anyways, that's the guest list, and I'm so excited for my party, and I can't wait for everyone to hang out. How old are you cuddle. turning? At my birthday party? Yeah. 69. All right. Next category. This was a failure. Kids don't know what that means. Google. Go ahead. Google 69, kids. No. See what happens. Don't. What does happen? Hold on. I think exactly what you think happens. No, it's it's good. It's not bad. It's good. (laughs) It's mostly that rapper. It's mostly that guy. Oh, I didn't know there was a rapper named uh, 69. Takashi 69. Okay. He's a snitch, I believe. He's a snitch. All right, moving on. And the next category, Animal Animal Noise noise of the Year. year. So this category is our favorite animal noise from the year. I'll present this one. Yeah, do it. So the first one is, uh, honorable mention, is the Wii U Rito Sage Noise when boosting. So in uh, Tears of the Kingdom, you know, when you get your Rito Sage, (laughs) what's his name? Uh, Turgle, (laughs) Turlin, Turgle. 
Tamlin? No. It's a Turlin <laughs> or something, man. It's a tor- Torlin. Look it up. Oh, Tulin. That's what I said, didn't I? Didn't I say no, Tulin? No, you Tulin? said... I said Tulin or Turgle. Anyways, it's that guy. And he makes this noise. It's like, wee every time you use the skill. That's right. And it's it got like stuck in my brain because I heard it in this room and then I was in the other room playing at the same time and it was just constantly, wee and it didn't really get annoying. It's a good noise. Um, I also want to say I forgot to invite Pen the Pelican, to my birthday party from Tears Who? of the Kingdom. Oh, he's cool. Yeah. He would um, be there to protect us all. Okay, continue. The next the mention noises. is the head donking. Oh, when, in Spider-Man uh, 2. When you do a perch takedown in Spider-Man 2 and you hear the, and sometimes it does it where he like donks their head and it's a good, it's a good noise. It's like a lottery scratch off. Like, will I get the donk or not? It's such a good, just boom. But the winner is Pizza Possum Noises. Yes, it's the episode that is right before this. That's right. And um, if you didn't listen to it, the noises are phenomenal. They are. Just all throughout the whole game, every noise. The possum! There's I think a lot of noises, yeah. That's the one that's, that we're picking, right? The, yeah. One of the guard dogs will shout, possum! When it hears you. Yeah, one or, of I mean, the Shibas, like One of the small dogs do it. I think it's a Chihuahua. I don't actually know. Yeah. But... Yeah, great noise. So thanks, Pizza Possum. And also lots of animals. So it just feels appropriate. It's an animal game. True. Most, Most anticipated. anticipated. The previous years, this was a co-op game that we're like looking forward to playing. However, we realized that this year, um, there's really no co-op game that's like that exciting upcoming. We have a, in 2024. Obviously, there's one. a there's a new monster hunter. Power World is the one of the co-op games honorable mention. Yeah, with so the, those are Pokemon with guns. Pokemon with guns what and slavery. What else needs to be said? Like, really? what's going on here? You know, like factory working Pokemon, and they're miserable. We just have to know what's going on in Power World. We'll just find out know. in 2024. But because there's a chance that actually could just be bad. Could be. You know, like it doesn't. We feel don't know. Like, a, like we kind of knew Baldur's Gate was gonna be good for us. Yeah, that's why I think that won last year. Right. But yes, continue. And then I didn't add, I don't know when you added this. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. I so don't... this game, I'm like weirdly intrigued by. Okay. Um, so it's not winning because it's also maybe could be bad, but it's like, well, what, but what if it's not? What if like everyone was being too harsh on it and they've delayed it so much that maybe they did polish it to a point where it's fun? You're always willing to give superheroes the benefit of the doubt and you know i think that's great it's starting um, to i won't it's starting to not pay off it it no it won't it used to pay off more than it didn't but it's really i haven't watched marvel television since this marvel uh, i guess yeah i didn't even watch that one i tuned out basically wandavision it's, post yeah. that i was like i'm done loki was me but miss marvel is actually kind of cool hulk no, thank you. The Hulk had a show? She-Hulk. She, oh, that was bad. It was really bad. Oh, no. We, well, anyways, this is about video games. Another game I'm looking forward to that I also kickstarted is Aiden Chronicles. So that that looks great, and that's going to be a good That's one. like the next Suikoden, right? Yeah, it's, you know, in spirit of Suikoden, but mm-hmm. not with the same name. And the one that's coming out soon is not the one, right? It's that thing where kickstarted games start to make, like... Mm, no, that, no. That's Aiden Chronicles is coming out. They oh, already had their soon. other one. They already one. had their like spin-off thing. Yeah, it was a, it was a couple. I don't know if it was this year. Is there a is there a name or a word for that where you kickstart these big projects and then like a weird spin-off comes out first to like get them more money? 
I'm not even ragging on the practice. It's just yeah, a, I don't know if there's a word for that. And then Dragon's Dogma too, obviously, because yeah, Dragon's Dogma is a great game, and so I want to play the second one. So we'll see what it's like. But the winner, of course, I mean, of course, to me, it was not very obvious. But Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which yeah. we just love Final Fantasy VII, and it looks great. Sephiroth. I mean, what else can you say? That's all there is to say. Yeah. What it's else can you say? Good. Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two of Three. Do we know how many it is? We do not, right? How many is what? Oh, I think there's the going to be three, but three? I don't know okay. if that's true or not. So yeah, it's kind of a sad to me that there isn't a co-op thing I'm really looking forward to for next year. Yeah. But that also just means there's more chance for surprises. That's right. And there's so. always surprises every year. Pizza Possum, I didn't know, you know. Possum! I didn't know about it last year, and now I know. You, you gotta, gotta try, try this. this. So I kind of just spoil what the winner is. But real quick, oh, the yeah. honorable mention <laughs> you did. is WarioWare Move It, which we, I mean, I do feel like this is a little more of the line of most people know about, but maybe you haven't picked up for whatever reason, but I think it's I think a great it game. didn't sell that well. I don't know for sure. I have, I literally have no basis for that statement. You check your numbers, but people, I do, I do know some of the critique was maybe not enough gameplay. However, I, I, and I, I think it's a better co-op game than it is a single player game. Yeah. So I do recommend having a buddy to play with wario it's a great game and so the mini good. games wario are so good. move it that's the new one yes wait what is it called move it yeah why do I, okay why do i feel like that's the old one what was the old one called uh get it together or no get, no no the one on we smooth moves smooth moves so this is like a sequel to smooth moves the cover for smooth moves is better than the cover for move it though so wow that's interesting i'll right? take i mean i don't even know what they look like but i believe you it's good it's just a big pink his nose it's good. Big pig nose. You know, we went to Nintendo World recently and we looked for a Wario plush and they did not have one. Which is freaking do you think BS, they, man. To be fair, it was crowded. Maybe there was somewhere we missed. I didn't missed. see. I was looking everywhere. I was up and down those aisles. You and, think it's um, because it, they sold out? I'm just saying, like, why wouldn't they have a Wario plush there was a Waluigi. that game? There was a Waluigi sitting right there full of know. them. And people like, he's more of a meme than Wario. Yes. I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like they're they're neck and neck on memeage. I mean, maybe really? not. Maybe maybe Waluigi has pulled ahead. I think Waluigi because of sexy be- Waluigi. That's why. And because of like put him in Smash and like Waluigi amiibo, please. You know. Oh, okay. Because he's not in Smash. Yeah. Yeah. He'll never be in Smash, right? They put him as a me character. Smash is done, right? Smash well, is over. Yes. Forever. Smash is done. But the winner of you gotta try this is is gotta be Pizza Possum. You gotta try this. I'm serious. Do it right now. Turn this off. Go buy that game and play some Pizza Possum. And maybe you won't like it as much as we will. That's I fine. I think it's it is better in co-op, but I think it is probably very fun in single player too. So check it out. It's a nice, short, cute game that is well realized, and I like it a lot. So if you haven't tried, do it. Do it. All right, now we're moving into our sponsored segment. And the first category is uh, the podcast game of the year brought to you by Saves Together. Saves Together is a podcast you can listen to year-round on your favorite podcast of choice. That's a joke about how one of the podcasts. That's really good. I love that. Thank you. So these are two games I played. (laughs) These are my games. And uh, honorable mention. Everyone knows what a podcast game is, right? Like, that's... A game you play while you while you pod. listen to a podcast or watch something whatever yeah. or watch a YouTube video essay or whatever or a Twitch streamer or a stream it's a, it's or or a movie about a cult you know whatever it is that's what you're doing and uh, the honorable mention is my time at Sandrock which is the follow up to my time at Porsche 
and it's a great game. You should definitely check it out if you like a farming simulator. It's more of um building than farming and it takes place in the desert, but there is farming. There's definitely farming. It's a very long game. <laughs> took me like um more than Baldur's Gate took us to beat, which is crazy, but it has it has so much content, but there's a lot of just, you know, running around and doing stuff, so good game for podcasting with. But the winner has to be Tiny Rogues because there's less, there's no dialogue. Sandrock does have dialogue, so I would have to pause. And you don't want to have to pause, generally, for these kinds of games. So I think Tiny Rogues wins because it's very much a play and you don't even have to really think. You just do it and then you can watch something in the background. It's great. What about... Um, I'm going to do that today mostly. Isaac. Finding of Isaac. Does it, how was that? That's for, another good one. Yeah. That's another good one. I would say so, yes. That, you can add that to the honorable mentions is Binding of Isaac. Any, I mean, I think in general, roguelikes are great for that. Yes. Because there's no, there's very little story. There's basically no story. You're just. Vampire survivors. Mm-hmm. There was DLC this year, so that counts. Sure. Did you, did you play the Among Us DLC? No, it's like a whole separate mode. I haven't even finished the first real mode. Oh, it's like a different game? Uh, no, it's just a different area in the game. So it's not oh. like the same progress. Oh, you, like okay. restart okay. or something. Tiger Bomb presents permanent damage. This is, um. Thank you to our sponsors, Tiger Balm. Thank you so much. Um, this is uh, where I wanted to shout out Mortal Kombat 1. And I think I talked about it in a solo time at some point. But um, I played Mortal Kombat 1 so much that my wrist hurt for two weeks straight. And I was rubbing Tiger Balm on it like three times a day. And uh, it seems good now. I, I was actually, I was like very afraid that I like unlocked arthritis or something. Mm, yeah. At some point in life, we all unlock arthritis. Yeah. <laughs> I thought my time had come, but I'm feeling good now, which is great. Time to get back into Mortal Kombat. I'm glad Kombat. you recovered. But that was uh, an annoying two weeks and I actually couldn't play video games because just basically like moving my thumb was causing my wrist what a frightening prospect pulsate. not being able to play video games seriously it's but just terrifying there's plenty of ways to play them without controllers and without moving your hand so i would have figured it out yeah oh i'm happy but, you recovered um, mortal kombat 1 is a very good video game and of the two big fighting games i know most people think street fighter 6 is the better one but they're wrong it's mortal kombat 1 mm, okay fair enough <laughs> i want to go back allegiance. to play more of it i street I, fighter no, Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay. I only stopped because of physical pain that thankfully is not permanent. Let's hear it for not permanent damage. Yay. So happy for you. Our last sponsored award is Celestial Seasoning Sleepy Time Tea presents Games to Snooze To, which are games not you don't necessarily sleep while you're playing because that's not possible, but you fall asleep too because you're too tired because they have lulled you to sleep. And it doesn't mean it's a bad it game. It doesn't mean it's bad or boring in any it way. It just mostly means the combination of the time of day you're playing it, um, how tired you are from fatigue of playing other games. You know, there's a lot of a lot of uh, There's a lot factors. of factors, and it would take a whole episode to really explain. But, um, yeah, you just kind of fall asleep playing these games. At least I did. <laughs> Honorable mention to Paranormosite, which I started playing. It came out, I think, 2009. It's an early, like, a while ago. No, it didn't. <laughs> Wait a second. Paranorma Sight, The Seven Mysteries of Hanjo came out on my birthday this year. Crazy. That's actually crazy. By Square Enix. You should absolutely check this out if you're into visual novels. I haven't finished it, but it's really good. And I feel like I'm kind of shocked that I didn't hear of it for a long time because it's a very quality horror visual novel. Horror? But, uh, did you Have you been scared? 
I've been I've been creeped out for sure. It's it's got a very good atmosphere. If it's a game to snooze to, did it give you nightmares? No, it didn't. Okay. It's not that scary. I mean, I'm also like I like horror, so I'm not like necessarily scared. It's more like thrilling. But I did fall asleep at some point while I was playing it, and you know, it just happens. It, visual novels that will happen. Yeah. Which brings up the next honorable mention, which is more of your what happened to you, Ace Attorney. I've been working through Ace Attorney one, two, three. That like maybe three years ago, maybe even four years ago, there was the collection of the three games. And um, I really like those games, but every time I play, it's too late in the day. Yeah. And I just, like, start dozing off. Maybe it's games to doze to. Mm. Snooze, doze, I mean, yeah, I like doze. That's yeah. a good one. It's a good word. Um, But the shout-out for Celestial Seasoning Sleepy Time Tea Presents Games to Doze To goes to the new Pokemon DLC. Especially the most recent one, which is the one set in Blueberry, and I can't remember the name. Indi- Blueberry. Indi- Indigo Disc. Okay. It's so grindy. Like, all you're doing is running around an open world, picking things up off the ground, and battling monsters. And, like, I get, you know, it's Pokemon, so, like, that's all you were ever doing. But you just, like, it. you keep getting challenges that are, like, pick up ten items off the ground. You have three challenges at a time. Pick up ten items. Take a picture of a swimming Pokemon. Battle ten Pokemon. And then you finish that, and you get ten points, and then you get another. I, I'm one. falling asleep just listening to you talk about. That's it. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> look, I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm sorry, but every it's time I fine. play it, I am definitely dozing. Yep. So you gonna shout beat out, it or what? Um, slowly over time. Slowly over time. Between naps. Between naps, we will beat Pokemon Blueberry. Right. That's what's called. All it's right. called Indigo Disc or something. The hidden, the legend. Why did of you the say hidden, Blueberry? It's set in Blueberry. That's the name of Yeah, the isn't that weird and confusing? And then you get BBQs. Those are the blueberry quests. And you get... <laughs> really? You get BPs, which are blueberry points. I'm back on board with blueberry because of BBQs. That's funny. Yeah, it's it's cute. The whole thing... It's better than the last one, I think. I'm... I'm the world is more interesting, but yeah. the game part isn't, so... I got ya. So... Then we have uh, our Cocoa Melon sponsorship fell through. Yeah, the Cocoa Melon sponsorship. We were right on the wire. It almost came through, but it didn't. So but this is just sponsored by us. Sponsored by us. Who's, Who's your, your daddy? daddy? You, can exp- you can talk about this one. This is very much a you category. Yes. So as we all know, I love raising little guys. He loves being a daddy. What can we say? I love raising little guys <laughs> and making them battle. And this year there was a. There was a plethora of monster battlers. Mm-hmm. Every year, really. Every year. Next year will be Pal World. Maybe you never know. Pal World. Oh, I can't wait. I'm actually legitimately am excited about that game. I'm just holding back because it probably is going to suck. Dang. You know, um, we don't we don't need that attitude on the shout outs. Come on. Honorable mentions. The Pokemon DLC. I'm still playing it. Regardless. He's snoozing, of, but he I'm, is the I'm daddy. Dozing, but I'm raising my guys up. They're all high level now because the DLCs. Also, the battling is hard. Like the Harder? fights are with the Elite Four of Blueberry are like. I'm sure people hard. wanted that. Yeah, I'm not necessarily complaining about it, but I was shocked that I couldn't just take my level 83 guys and you know win. You got to EV train them. I have to actually think about it. They're guys. EV trained. Don't you worry. Oh, they're they're EV trained and level 89. You can't win. Uh, the level might be wrong. That's they're s- probably only level 70. Okay. Dragon Quest Monsters the Dark Prince is another one that I'm slowly playing through. It's a little misguided. That's wrong. Misguided's wrong. Um, I don't always know what exactly I'm doing, 
but I'm just moving to each checkpoint or <laughs> like going to the exclamation point and then raising guys. He's playing that game. What and there's a breeding mechanic I've still not unlocked that I'm working towards. And I think once that happens, that'll really like. If he can breed his children, then he's having fun. If I can, if daddy can make his children breed. Then okay. it's a good game. Um, see, we gotta, we're, this is... we're walking the, the the line now. This is on the line. <laughs> Digimon Next Order. Digimon New World Order. I didn't write the full title. I screwed up. Um, there was a Digimon game this year that was like a Digimon World game. Digimon World Next Order. Digimon World Next. You know, I could Google it, but I'm not going to. Some of those words are involved. One of those words is in there. That game was pretty dang good, and I played a lot of it. That might even have been a qualifier for Can't Believe I Spent So Long Playing. It's a Digimon world, so you're raising guys and they're battling for you, and it's great. And I love seeing what my guys turn into and how strong they become because of my abilities as a daddy. My boys. But the winner, because we, I think, did we fill out the Pokedex? I think you this? tried. I, I think we did it or came close, and we did an episode on it because it's a co-op Yay! monster battler. That's what we're about here. <laughs> Shout out goes to Cassette Beasts. You yeah. go listen to our episode all about it. That's a good game if you're looking for something that's different than Pokemon that yeah. has a lot more. The battling is more complexities, yeah. I would say. Then I would check out Cassettes, and I think it's on Game Pass. I should. That's where we played it. Hopefully, yeah. it's still it was. Is. Might not be by the time you're listening to this. Check but it's it out. Still, though. it's a pretty good, pretty good game. It is. I think it's interesting. Marvelous, Marvelous art. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. This is a category. This category almost, you know, it almost didn't make it, but Craig fought hard to include it again. Because it's not like, oh, the technically best looking game. It's supposed to just be like, wow, I love looking at that game. It, it's a treat for my eyeballs. So here's some treats for your balls. Um, honorable mentions. Super Mario Wonder. That's a pretty game. Colorful. Colorful. Exciting. Exciting. Surprising. Dave the Diver. That's uh, I played that one. Love Dave the Diver. You should absolutely check it out if you like a, if you like a good like, good 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 good. I'm I'm glitching out. Good game loop. You know what I mean? There you was loop of the year was a talked about category we did not do. Yeah, Dave the Diver maybe could have won. Loop Hero could have won. Exactly. <laughs> Different year. Hi-Fi Rush. I I really liked the style of that game. Yes. All the like graphics, not the graphics. I'm sorry. Like, All those graphics. Well, they don't make cell shaded games like they used to, man. Like no. it looks so good. It's such a cool look. And then River City Girls Two, which we didn't play a ton of. We did a whole episode you... on it. Yes, we did an episode on it. We just didn't get very far in yeah, the game. But, but visually, we like the designs. Yeah. Man, I love that art. They have an art book coming out, or maybe it's out, I don't know. I would like that. That would be that's okay. the thing I like most about those games. Yes. So please send Craig a copy of the River City Girls to our book. It's Thank Christmas you. and I don't have anything. The shout out goes to Little Goody Two Shoes, which came out this year. I played through it and I just love the style. It's, it's such a unique and cute, interesting game. It's phenomenal looking. Yeah. Like every time I would look at the screen, the menus are so intricate. Like it just has a very cohesive style. Yes, that's and right. They put they put their whole, you know. Yep. Nope, not gonna say not that. Gonna it's say family it, but they friendly. They did put their whole. They put their whole something into it. You know what I'm saying? They did. Heart. Heart. They put their whole. <laughs> they put their whole heart into this. Juiciest, Juiciest bloops. This is a new category. But it's kind of similar to animal noise of the year. But we but... wanted to do something more along the lines of instead of an animal or a human, whatever, it's more of like the menu sounds like. And it's not a single noise. It's not like oh, this game has one good bloop noise. 
It's just if the whole game has the juiciest bloops. Yeah. You'll get it when you get it, you know. You get, if you get it, you get it. But sound design is really important to us. And uh, like I always notice when it's a, good, a game has a really good noise. And it just makes me want to play it more. Tears but, of the Kingdom had some good ones, I think. Yeah. Just like in general, you know, when you're clicking through menus and you're hearing bloops and bleeps. You need a good bloop. Like yeah. that's just what it is. If you have a bad bloop, it can throw you, throw you off. I quit a game this year. Because of a bloop, and that's not no a way. Joke. What game? Spirit, uh, Spirit Tea. <laughs> I told Spirit you about tea that. Had bad bloops. It had a really so. Whenever you did the dial, sorry for the quick uh, foray into the hater zone, but every time you went through the dialogue, it was such. It sounded like a mistake. It sounded like you were making an error. That was the sound of the bloop of going um, through dialogue, and I was thrown off so much. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> we are. For next year, we have an episode in the can, sort of, of uh, Super Crazy Rhythm Castle. And there was, there's a character who is an egg, and his voice is like eggshells cracking, and it's awful to hear. That was like anti-juicy bloops. That was like that was dry like, bloops. It was like disturbing bloop. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, though, I think that was very much on purpose. That game was uh, Yeah, but it was weird. just like how how off-putting a noise can be. Oh, yeah. Is is powerful but it is powerful it's a the sound the the use of sounding games is a powerful tool don't underestimate it and don't forget it you know what i mean yeah. anyway so the underclassmen i'm yes. trying i'm still working on the, the word underclass. of the honorable mentions uh suika game suika this is that uh, game that everyone you know the oh, watermelon I know. game it, it took off in our office a little bit it apparently is from a projector like a japanese projector company had a game made to put on their projectors you can play it online for free if you haven't checked it out just literally type in suika into google you'll find it and it's got juicy bloops because it has to it has to that's because there's, all not, you much do, to the there's game. not much to it but it's got juicy bloops i like it a lot but the shout out goes to terra nil which i played this year it's it's that game where you're cleaning the environment and like refreshing uh, a sort of like messed up place and it's great it's got really nice bloops really juicy boys and how are the bloops is gonna be like a how are the bloops? is now a going concern like it next is. year it's always been it's right? always been but we've never we weren't able to we vocalize it the way yeah. we are now now we communicate our oh, those are some juicy bloops Terranel had some great bloops. So I'll be I, walking by the office and you're you're playing a game and i'll step in like oh, oh did i hear a juicy bloop did i just hear a juicy bloop what game are you playing Fishing mechanic of the year. This is, you know, this is a classic category. Have we done classic. this every year? This might be an every year category. And <laughs> Which isn't I could often. simply pull up the document that tells us that, but now it's more just... fun if we're all learning together. So, runners up, here comes Nico, which is a cute little, I guess you would call it like a 3D platformer collectible thon. It was really adorable, but I liked the fishing mechanic being you threw your character Nico into the ocean. From, oh, that's uh, that's and, pretty. And funny. they were the sort of like fish catcher character. They were the fishing rod. So that was funny. There's a mini game in WarioWare where you're the spear fisher. Mm-hmm. Is that's that true? Should that be on here? That was a good one. Uh, you know, I wouldn't call it a fishing mechanic. It's more of a mini game. That's a fishing mechanic. We were fishing. And then in my time at Sandrock, uh, because there's very little water because you're in the desert, you're oh, doing you sand fishing. Fish. So like you, you instead of a fishing rod, you have like a, a catcher, like a sand catcher. And so you just throw you cut, you throw bait into the sand pond. It's just sand. And then uh, the fish come and then you you throw can the you fish, trap on them. Can you fish anywhere? Because the whole no, thing you is have sand. to find like a, a no, sand pond. You have to find a sand pond. Huh? Mm, I don't like that. Okay. So that's why well, it's not going to win. 
But the shout out has to go to Dave the Diver, which is all a fishing mechanic, basically, other than the sushi restaurant portion. It, it does so much with fishing. <laughs> you get a bunch of different weapons. You get a whole map of where you can find these fish. You have different ways of catching them. You have different fish. You have fish bosses. I mean, it's endless. And then you, you can either catch them or carve them up. Carve up their meat. You can catch them live or not. But that, that's a great game. You should definitely check out Dave the Diver if you're looking for something like fun and, and uh, addicting. It's, I feel it's very like addicting. had I played that game, a couple of characters would be invited to the sleepover. Oh, yeah. Sushi, the sushi chef is pretty cool. I mean, and Dave. Dave's, Dave's a chill guy, I would say. Now, what about Yakuza Gaiden, the man who erased his name? He's got a whip watch, like a secret agent watch that can grab things and bring it over to him. Like if mm-hmm. you're fighting, like a, like a bicycle, you, need to, you want to hit somebody with a bicycle, but the bicycle's too far away. Yeah. You can like whip it at, you, at yourself. I wouldn't call that, that fishing. fishing. No, I, I, think, I think the there has to be fish, fish have to be involved. There has to be fish for fishing. Okay, got it. Any Any other other year. This is a new category that we wanted to include to sort of highlight games that maybe any other year we would have played more of, but because of timing and just because there was so many good games this year. Don't you think? This was a banger year. We also recognized, by the way, we should have said this up front. It was not a banger year for the industry. Yeah, there was a lot of layoffs. And I think a big portion of that was, you know, games as an industry really exploded over the pandemic and i gotta say and so i think a lot of companies kind of bolstered their ranks yeah for some reason the dumbest like i mean of course they did they were trying to put out as much as they could in this moment of like everyone's buying games even people that don't play games are buying games and now they're like oh okay now everything's back to normal by everyone else that we hired i just think you should go to jail if you thought that your covid times pandemic business numbers are real like just treat them as a bonus present don't you know, like people capitalism, this, man. Yeah. I mean, people are played with like dolls, basically. Yeah. So as far as the games we've had released, it was a banger year. And so this, like you were saying, is games that I think we probably would have played more of if there wasn't just a good game every week. Yeah. Or a better or a more interesting game for us. Right. That's right. Um, one of these games is a rhythm game, um, a battle royale rhythm game, Headbangers, which was the Pigeons. Yeah, it's really good. It's on Game Pass. So y'all should check it out if you like a battle royale. If you like a rhythm game, for sure, check this out. It's like a Fall Guys but rhythm game. I would say, yeah. I don't know if it's like Fall got the way it's like structured is sort of like you play. I think it's five mini games overall that are all rhythm games that are randomized, and there's a lot of different ones. It's not just all the same one, which I appreciate because in Fall Guys, I felt. You kind of got the same things over and over again. Actually, it is like Fall Guys. Sorry. It's a lot like Fall Guys. Yeah. I had to think about it. The structure of it, not (laughs) the game, obviously. Well, I forgot that Fall Guys has like multiple different rounds. So it is like that. Yeah. But I I really like it. It has hats. So, I mean. It does have hats and and costumes and sunglasses. I think I even would have played it in a a weaker year. In a slower year, I think I would have played this game. I didn't even play Dave the Diver. Yeah, you should have. So, I mean, that's how... You still how could. I'm, I'm going to someday. It's, it's literally on my backlog. It's, it's on his someday list. Jusant. So, I guess we, we opened this category saying that it was games we would have played more of in any other year. But, but I actually beat Jusant. It's just that it didn't really stick with me, and I'm probably not going to remember it, and I kind of beat it quickly so I could move on to something else, you know? Yeah. And I think in a slower, weaker year, less releases, I would have spent more energy with this one right but the shout out for any other year goes to starfield i think a lot of people maybe feel this way sort of 
Like I, I don't feel this way. I think I would have played the <laughs> crap out of this game in a year without other stuff to play. Like it's, I didn't stop playing because I thought it was bad necessarily. There was lots of weak things. I think that that game to me is confounding. I don't yeah. understand why it's designed the way it's designed. It There's, makes absolutely no sense to me that yeah. you are, you spend like most of the game fast traveling. And it's just like, what it's is menu this? menu based. Yeah, it's not, a, I, look, I don't want to, people tore No Man's Sky to shreds when it came out. But it kind of did what it said it was going to. It just was boring. I felt like you could have. I think it's sad. This game. Because I think Starfield has a lot of potential. Yes. And yeah. I would have played a lot more of it because I, I liked a lot of the environments. That's, it that's seemed exactly. interesting. But it felt like, what happened there? Like, why? Well, because <laughs> it's, it's so almost directionless. It's not. There's plenty of quests. But. I just don't. It just immediately was off to me that you get in a ship and then you. You're just take. You're just cutscened into space, and then you have to fast travel like in three different ways yeah, space, to the next place. What is that? Space is just a hub world. Then don't. The, the, if they had uh, phrased it, if they had <laughs> framed it better, maybe. But I even really then. feel like they presented it like, yeah, you can't take off from the planet, but like the fact that space travel isn't space travel. It's just a menu to decide what planet to then land take on next. Out, honestly, just take out the space thing, like. Right. I'm just thinking about Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. You are in a, you have a spaceship, but you essentially have a menu that you fast travel to the planets. Just do that because yeah. it, it, it was completely pointless to me that there was a space situation at all. I didn't like the combat in the space. I didn't like any of that. I was yeah. just like, what is the point of this? this is I see weird. what they were doing. What? I see, I, oh, for sure. I see what they were yeah. trying to do, but it was like absolutely strange. And, it, and I was immediately like, I'm done. <laughs> but I think I would have powered through a lot of that. Yeah. Which is why it's getting the shout out. And some people, some people did. And some people really loved it after powering through. I just could not get over that like immediate. Why is it like this? <laughs> I could see a Phantom Liberty situation, cyberpunk, where Starfield expansion two makes it, you know, it's not going to change the fundamental structure of the game, but I could see them adding a whole, I don't know. I could see them fixing it in quotes, but we'll see. Someday I would like to go back to that game. Yeah. Games, Games we, we wish, wish had plushies. This this was last year a new category last year? I yes. Think? We love plushies and we love we love cute boys. You know that. You know that about us. We're daddies. <laughs> Sorry. So honorable mention to Webbed, which I really liked playing this year. It's the game where you're a little tarantula and you're trying to find your tarantula boyfriend. Yes. And it's just, it's very cute. I really enjoyed it, but I, I really would love a little tarantula, little tarantula guy. I mean, I'm sure they make tarantula, they make tarantula plushies, but specifically, specifically a webbed one. That's right. Um, would you touch a tarantula in real life? Yeah, I would. Oh. I wanted one for a while. I thought about getting one, but then I was like kind of scared because they're hard to take care of. And I didn't want it to die. My fear of spiders has diminished over time, which is cool, but. I'm trying to put myself in a position where a, where a tarantula is like walking on me and I'm trying to determine, no, am, I, am I freaking out? Walking or, on you is a lot. I, I would touch it. Like over, like, but if you put your hand on the table and it like crawled into your hand, like that's cute. It is kind of cool. They're really so, cute. So I'm kind of like, I think I would do it. But then I'm imagining how lightly it would feel. Like, you know, they probably only weigh like. You're really overthinking it, I feel. I'm just, oh, I'm starting to freak out. Okay. Oh, I'm freaking out. I think a good plushie would be. So in Tears of the Kingdom, when you use Ascension, which is the ability that lets you go up into things, Link kind of pops out at the top of it halfway, like his abs upwards are popped out and his legs are still, I guess, treading water under whatever you're... 
I'm glad we mentioned Link's abs in this episode. Yeah. Um, and I think a cool plushie would be, you could do a, just a figure of this as well. I but feel like a figure would be better. A figure would probably make more sense. But basically a top half of Link as if he's ascending through your table or your cabinet or your shelf or whatever. Yeah. And I think that would be cool and funny and they should do that. I also would very much like a plushie for Samba from Samba de Amigo. Have they not made one? I think back in the day there was a claw machine Samba plushie. Yeah. But it's not like easy to obtain yeah and they're expensive so can we please sega would uh, you buy you. one if there really was one yes sega thank you so 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 much for jet set radio future and crazy taxi and all the new sega stuff you're working on but samba plush yeah please you know there's a there's at least one customer waiting You've out here for one that. customer out there but the shout out has to go to i mean this game's really run away with all the shout outs this year what can we say it's a surprise contender but pizza possum I'd love possum. some pizza possum plushies. How and then cute. you could have little like power-ups that like you, you could have them holding a pizza. You could have them holding a pizza. You could do one of the little king queen. Oh yeah, Bella. Bella. Bella Chunky. Bella Chunky. <laughs> Bella Chunky's pizza. So cute. Yeah, Such they should they should make plushies for that. They might. They we might haven't checked. Maybe one day. I, I don't think haven't. I have yet. I wonder how that game did. It's it's pretty tiny, so I don't. It's like I don't think that game's gonna get plushies, I'm but it see, should. I'm gonna see what else those people have made because that game's cool. Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker, Heartbreaker. This is Craig's category, I would say. We I made this category for one specific game, but there are yeah. two things. But why don't you tell the story of uh, the honorable mention? Yes. So the class B, what did I say earlier? I thought it was good. Um, you said underclassman. The underclassman. I don't really like it because it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't the know. Understudy. The understudy. I'm working on it, okay? The Persona 3 remake announcement broke my heart because I had invested 50 hours into Persona 3 on PS2 and I bought a memory card for it. I bought an up-res, HDMI up-res thing because I couldn't believe how bad PS2 looked on the TV I was playing that on. That thing is definitely worth having. And it's worth having. I'm not complaining about buying that. And then they announced this ultimate, like... Probably quality of life adjustments, uh, graphics, incredible new graphics, like Persona 5 styled graphics. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to play that. They're like, I'll just keep playing the PS2 one. But the more and more I saw of it, the cooler it looked. And I just kind of was like, dang, I'm going to restart, aren't I? And yep, I'm going to get Persona 3 Remake Reloaded. Is it reloaded? I don't know, but I'm excited for it and too. I'm very excited to play that, but it did. Like, I felt like I wasted my time. Not really. I'm not upset about it, but it was, bit. It was kind of funny. Uh, but the shout out goes to Wild Hearts, which was an early episode this year. Wild Hearts legitimately broke my heart. And I was I was making a Spotify playlist of heartbreak songs about like the <laughs> one that got away. Like that game for 50 hours, actually, I think we played for 50 hours, was amazing to me. I was like, oh, my God, they made a fun Monster Hunter like they did it. And then it the go listen to the episode, but there's a there's a difficulty spike that's just absolutely it, you have to grind so much and it becomes too hard and it's you have to be too get goody. Yeah. And I I like I'm still pining for the moments when it was a new game to us and we were learning it and having fun with it and then it had so much potential. And then it just like and it really blew dropped the ball heart apart man it blew my heart apart. It blew my heart apart so, so shout out to wild hearts it's a good game actually but then it isn't <laughs> unless you're 
Unless you're good at games. No, I am good at games. You're good at games and it still ruined it for you. So, yeah. Nah. Can't, Can't believe, believe it took us so long. So I, I kind of told the story of the Isaac thing. So that that's one. And, and a big reason is just because it took so long to ship. So that that does count though, because that came out in 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. This is games we didn't play for a very long time. Yeah. And that's from 2011. And then you didn't play it because you were waiting for the physical release. So. Right, right. So even then. Even <laughs> so then. you didn't play it in 2011, and then you waited for your copy to ship for years. Yep. Was I wanted a, all that, that DLC. No. Okay. I, it was like. Nicholas, was it their yes, own? Yes, it was, it was them. Yeah, yes. they just released it themselves. Yeah. But the shout out goes to Inscription, which wasn't out for that long beforehand, but that was a game that came out and I saw it and I said, that's a Craig game. And then I just didn't play it. Well, part of it, you were waiting for the physical. I do have an affliction where I wait for physical games for things. Yeah. And um, then it came. But then even then, it sat you on the waited shelf. a while. Yeah. For a while. But then you loved it. And then I played it and I got addicted and was awesome. And I love that game. Everybody play Inscription if you like card games. What if you don't? Try inscription. Okay. Give it a shot. <laughs> One, One night stand. stand. This is a phenomenon that I've experienced. And maybe really? everyone has. Do, do you, does this happen to you? Have I ever had a one night stand? No. Oh. In video games. So what this category is about is like a game that it started because of me, but it probably happens to you. I just play for like a weekend for like 16 hours and then I never play it again. Yeah, that's definitely happened. Okay. So runner up. Is Apple Arcade just any game on there? Oh, everything on Apple Arcade, yeah. Because we got the trial for three months so that Craig can play uh, Sanrio's Hello Kitty Island Adventure. Batsmaru, which we did play. Starring Batsmaru, Barry, and Baku. But I went on a little journey of trying to find like games that were worth playing. I played Sneaky Sasquatch. I tried Fantasian. Um, I did play Assemble with Care. I did beat that one, but that was very short. But I liked playing that on the iPad. I thought that was a good iPad game. I played some Pocket Jockey. But I think in general, I was just like, I mean, I think part of it is I'm not super interested in playing a game on iPad. Yeah. But also, I, I don't know. I wasn't super into those games enough to keep, to keep my subscription. And it looked like they don't have games that come out very often that are worthwhile on Apple Arcade. Unlike with Game Pass, you know, very much like putting out quality stuff constantly so yeah yeah but it, but three night stand i guess but three months stand but three, yeah, but like yeah we we went all in on apple arcade for those three months and then like just nope never mind hey you know trial's a trial and we hey and by the way it. apple look at me look zoom in apple i got something to say to you i for sure canceled my subscription i remember doing it and then i noticed you build me again Bro, you should have told So then them. I went back and re-unsubscribed. And if I get another charge, I'm going to I'm going to find I'm gonna you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to take a bite out of you in on the other side and ruin your logo. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy you would do that. Maybe one day they're going to rebrand. <laughs> Double bites. Uh but the shout out goes to Fashion Dreamer, a game that for like a, 2 weeks I played nonstop kind of. I was loving that game. I still love that game. That game's great. One night stand's not a bad thing. Did we clarify that? Um, Did we clarify that like one night stand's not a bad thing? I think in general, it's just like you have a you have a moment of uh, passion, yeah, and then it's over. Birthdays the beginning was the the most recent one I remember for myself. Oh my god! I played that nonstop for one weekend and then 
had a fantastic time and still love that game, but haven't played since. So is every movie a one night stand? No, that's a whole different medium. Okay, Okay, so my B. That's like, no, there's no way. That's not how it works. No. Because it's not like you turn off the movie halfway and go, I love this movie and never finish it. (laughs) You're supposed to enjoy, you know. That's different. That's different. But yeah, Fashion Dreamer for the Switch was it. I was addicted, man. I was addicted. I can safely say it. He was an influencer for sure. He really made them pants. What What a a moment. moment. This is a, a classic category where we talk about a moment in a game that really stuck with us for one reason or another. And we have a lot of honorable mentions. Do you want to talk about the last one first? Yeah. Okay, the first moment, runner-up, is in Digimon World Next Order, when you EXE Digivolve, which is like your two Digimon and you blend together, uh, and you become one awesome Digimon. The first time it happens, and every time it happens, it plays a just like a J-pop song from Eir Aoi, called Accenture. I don't know. Accenture. Um, and the first time it happens, like it's it's kind of epic. The song's just... I, I You don't expect to hear a J-pop song play while you merge with your Digimon. You know? Or do you? Uh, I didn't. Okay, yeah, so, fair enough. So, I mean, enough. it was shocking to me. It was very cool. And then it just becomes like this epic thing that's so fun to EXE Digivolve and hear yeah. the song. And that's cool. good. I played... This year, I played Stranger of Paradise, and... I, similar, similar <laughs> runner-up. It is similar. Where it's a song that, like, you didn't expect to hear. Exactly. And in the beginning and at the end of the game, they play my... Is that Frank Sinatra? Or Dino Spumoni, I don't know. Pretty sure it's... Yeah, Frank Sinatra. And they play My Way by Frank Sinatra in the one of the opening cutscenes. And it just took me aback so much. And it's it was so like, funny. It's so like out of place, but in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's very much uh, strange to hear that kind of song in a Final Fantasy game about killing chaos as a man named Jack. Chaos. That was a great game, by the way. If you haven't given a chance and you've looked at it and you weren't sure, you should try it. It's it's very funny. and It's just got such an interesting, goofy story that I like. Is that game better than Final Fantasy 16? Maybe. Ooh. That's my hot take. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. You know, listen. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk came out this year, and it's a spiritual successor fan. Uh, it's not a fan game, but like you know, it's clearly spiritual successor. It's clearly Jet Set Radio Future, Jet Grind Radio, and right in the beginning to kind of set off the whole event of the game. So Jet Set Radio Future, yeah, you're you're fighting cops and you're doing graffiti, but it's not really violent in any way. And like right in the beginning of this game, a major plot point is that the main character's head gets cut off and then like the head gets taken and you're trying to find the head and whatever. And I just, it was like shocking. The, the evil DJ man throws a record at me and it cuts my head off. And I just was not expecting that. That is shocking. And it was very funny and deserves an honorable mention. And then the Jedi fallen order. What's the guy's name? The gatekeeper? The no, gate closer? It's, no, no. Steve? It's just like the deck hand or something. It's just like janitor, isn't it? We should have looked it up. But I anyways, throughout the whole game, as you come across boss fights, it's like showdown and you stare at each other and then their name pops up across the screen and then you get into a boss fight. Yeah. And then it does it and it just says like janitor Steve. Yeah. And then he runs at you and then you, you just chop him in half. And it's like, over. And it's over. 
And I wanted that to win. I thought that was potentially really close to being the winner for this. I just didn't think it was funny enough. I, I or momenty it. enough. It was so momenty. It was so momenty. It was momentous. That word exists. Moment- it? Wow, that's I, yeah, cool. it's momentous. But, and then, oh no, but we missed one before you said yes. the last one. In uh, both, the, so the winners from Tears of the Kingdom, I mean, the shout outs from Tears of the Kingdom, but the honorable mention in Tears of the Kingdom as well was, uh, as Craig likes to call it, Ganonheimer. Yes. Which is when Ganondorf explodes at the end of the game. Now, spoiler, you beat Ganon at the end of Zelda. Oh, what? Um, and then you, it's like a cool fight, and then... We love it, a cool fight. <laughs> he just explodes in a nuclear explosion, and it's really awesome. Yeah. It's like a quiet moment for a second, you know, like the calm before the storm, and then just like a... Mushroom <laughs> cloud. <laughs> and That's pretty good. It's great. But we agreed that the shout out should go to a different moment from that game. Which is when you pull out the master sword from the light dragon's (laughs) head. I mean, listen, if you haven't played, there's going to be spoilers. It's too late. I guess I said it after the spoiler. I'm so, so sorry. But you didn't say what it is exactly. But yeah. Yes. When you pull out the master sword, basically, that was. And of course you do. And the whole build up to that. The lead up to the reveal of what the dragon means. And yeah. It's and great. that the Master Sword's even in there, you know, it's it's not in the Lost Woods. That's, That's a very, very good, like, twist on the formula that I think I really loved as a huge, I'm a huge Zelda fan, yeah. so, you know. That, yep, I definitely agree with, with that becoming the shout out. What a moment. All right, so first we're going to take a real quick break and reset and come back for the major, the, the big ones. The final shout outs when we come back. We're back and it's time for probably my favorite category. Biggest Biggest Bop. This has been a long running traditional shout out and it only makes me appreciate video game music more every year as I like realize I'm like, oh, I like that song and I write it down. And then at the end of the year, we come back and we re-listen to all the songs we wrote down throughout the year. And I love songs. I love being excited about music. Yeah. Because I didn't ever really think about it too much. Like having this shout out category made me notice and care more. Right. Right. Definitely. And that's cool. I love music. Music's great. We'll take them one by one. I'll go first. One by one. Okay. That sounds good. First shout out goes to Mr. Saucman's Pizza Tower theme. This is a game we haven't even played, but the theme is in the trailer, and then I watched some people play, like on Twitch, and the it's just good. So, here you go. That song gets me hyped up. It's a certified banger for sure. Certified banger. Neither of us have played this and game. And neither of us have played this game. So but can I want you to. imagine when we finally do play it? <laughs> it's going to be crazy. I'm dude. telling you, there's going to be a physical. It's going to come out for console in two there's years. There's not going to be physical. Oh, I mean, it should. 
I would absolutely play it if it, you think. I don't know if it ever will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might not, but it also might, and that yeah. is the thrill of. It's the, the hope fight. that keeps him going. The hope that keeps me going. Next song is oh, this I love this one. It's uh, Rito Village by Day and Tears of the Kingdom, and it's just such a beautiful tune, and it does give me a lot of. I hate to say this, but Ghibli vibes. I know. I know. Yeah, originally when I wrote this down, just to like remind myself to find it later, I wrote Disney, but I think you're right. Ghibli. Very Ghibli. But that's just because it's like good orchestral music. Yeah. So let's check it out. So the composers for that are Manaka Kataoka, Maasa Miyoshi, Masato Ohashi, and Tsukasa Usui. So, you know, that's orchestra music. It's good. Yeah, definitely. I, we it's... went to a... Did we do the Final Fantasy yes. this year? Yeah. The symphony? Yeah. Now that I'm cultured and I've been to a at symphony. And at the Andrew Carnegie Hall, which yeah. is the first time I've been in the Carnegie Hall. <laughs> and the only time I'll ever go to Carnegie Hall no, maybe not. to see nerd stuff. Yeah. That but, was good. But music people, I think they, they were on to something when they invented music. They they really were. When cavemen back in the day like banged on their uh, Dude, the rocks. the first time one hit a stick on a rock, it was like, oh. See? The first kick drum. They may have made a <clears throat> drum, right? So the game Chia is a game from New Caledonia. And it's a game all about kind of um, showing that culture from this somewhat remote, somewhat unknown island right yeah obviously it's not unknown to plenty of people but it was sort of a show of what new caledonia is all about and one of the songs from the title card i think it's when you're is this this plays i think when you're riding your boat to the main island after kind of like a little tutorial right yeah yeah and it's called wabebulu from um gurajele i'm assuming is how you say that and i don't know how to say it yeah and I looked it up real quick, and that musician is a big deal in the Kaneka movement, which I guess is is like pop plus world music, what we call world music, which, by the way, is a weird <laughs> music name, uh-huh. world music. It's when it has like, a, like a flute in it or like yeah. bongos. Like, what are we right. doing? But um, When it has an instrument that we're not 80s, sure yeah. of. When it has instrument, we deem other. other. But since the 80s, I guess there's this musical movement, which is kind of pop and world music. And it's from New Caledonia. So it's a New Caledonian artist. That's cool. So mm-hmm. it, this game opened up people's brains to a, an entire place and music and culture. And it's, it's very cool. So it's a really fun game. I, I think it's worth checking out. I, I played through the whole thing and beat it. And it's got great music. You get to be birds. And rocks. And goats. And, you know, whatever you want. You can be whatever you want. This year, I don't have a category for sickest trick, but... When you climb the palm trees and then you like swing back and forth and then fling yourself Rock off. Rock it off. Yeah. That's very fun. It is fun. But let's listen to Wabibulu.
I like that song. Me too. <laughs> okay. The next honorable mention is, of course, we have to mention uh, Baldur's Gate 3, which we really haven't talked about at all yet. But Yeah, but <laughs> you, you guys know where that's going. Yeah. Great song at the very, I mean, this is like the theme, Ooh. not the theme, but, you know, the intro music, the song that plays while you're creating your character and, you know, when you're on your menu screen. But Down, Down, Down by the River, is that what it's called? I don't, we probably <laughs> should we wrote. We wrote Down, Down, Down by the River and we knew what that meant. By Borislav Slavov, but wait, you know, it's called Down by the River. Just one Down by the it River. It should be called Down, Down, Down by the but River. But she says Down, Down, Down by the River. And I'm, I'm sure some of you have heard this because it's definitely like the most emblematic of this game. Yeah. But uh, let's take a quick listen. Game has a character that I want to invite to my sleepover that I forgot about. Who? The cat that glitched to not have hair. <laughs> Whatever that cat's name was. No, it wasn't glitched. It just didn't have hair. Then they're like, why doesn't it have hair? No, I thought I thought that it was, was it a, glitch, a glitch. It didn't have hair. So they fixed the glitch, put the hair back, and, and everyone then people was got like, mad. yo, take the hair off. Because <laughs> yeah, it was like your majesty or whatever. That cat was great. Yeah. That song is also great. There's another song from that game that we didn't put on here because it pissed us off because we had to hear it so much. When you fight um, down in hell, right? Mm -hmm. There's a song that plays that one of the characters is singing. Yeah, which makes sense. It's like in a the, musical in the realm. This is kind of a musical, yeah. But um, that song's probably great. But I heard it so much trying that stupid fight. It was a hard fight. That I now I have sour taste. Yeah, it would like replay in strange ways. Like the loop wasn't great because it's a musical song. So it's like, and by that I mean it would like be in a musical. Uh, so it kind of soured me on it, but it's a good song. If you're into lo-fi beats to study to, uh, true, this is a great. You might like <laughs> "Inner World" from "Space for the Unbound," composed by Mazdito Bakhtiar and Christabel Anora. It's a great game. Did that game come out this year? Space for the Unbound? Did, yeah. Okay. And it's a cool, another like learning about New Caledonia or just like supporting developers from somewhere other than Japan and America, right? Yeah. Uh, this is an Indonesian game. But yeah. yeah, that song, nice and... It's got good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. I feel like that whole soundtrack probably is good for just putting it on and studying. Yeah. I played Sea of Stars this year, which was heavily, heavily inspired by Chrono Trigger. 
which also has great music, by the way. But there's some really good music in Sea of Stars, and this one's probably our favorite just because it goes so hard. Yeah. And it's a Encounter Elite version composed by Eric Brown. Let's check it out. can we say That's what can we say other than and that makes you want to fight bad guys you know and it is one of the few games where i've never played the game but i listened to the soundtrack yeah um same with streets of rage 4 i still haven't played that game and i listened to the soundtrack front to back quite a bit and so sea of stars i've, I've just been putting on that music yeah really have you yeah oh it, nice it's, it's awesome all of it's awesome the next one is my favorite for my favorite Otome game this year because it's also a rhythm game, which I also love. Jack John, Jack Jan. I never know how to say it, and I'm sure I. Th- Jean? John? Jean? Jean? I don't know. Jack Jean? It has a lot of great songs, and it's all the songs that they're, you know, they're doing in their musicals what is within the, rhythm- the story. Okay, there it's a musical. Yeah, so they're at a school in which they perform like musical shows, and so it's all part of the show. So the cutscene is also the characters dressed up and dancing in the story of the play. So it's very much like tied into the story, which I really like. That's cool. But uh, here's a here's a good one. They're all really good, all composed by Akira Kosimura. But uh, this is a good one, Rama Havana. <laughs> Part of why I like this category so much is you bringing, you know, you bring ones you've heard, I'll bring ones I've heard, and we come together, we listen to them all. That's right. It's very fun. It's a good way to share also, like, games that maybe we didn't talk about earlier as much, but, like, still have something really cool about them that we want to share. Right, right. So Hi-Fi Rush is fully a musical game, right? The whole thing revolves around fighting on the beat. Which is so fun and cool. Yeah, that game... I wanted a category called the Video Game Ass Video Game Award. And if you don't know what it means, well, then you're not cool, I guess. But I, guess, I know what it means. And that's all that matters. As long as you know, <laughs> um, that's fine. So I think the whole soundtrack here is good. It has a lot of real music as well. Yeah. Like, it's got the black keys. It's got Nine Inch Nails. But a song that kind of exemplifies how the all the soundtrack feels to me is The Beacon by The Glass Pyramids, which is a band... I don't understand if they're a real band or not, but like it's composed and made for this game. So here it is.
Yeah, I just feel like that sets the tone. It's for... very fun. It's very like you're immediately brought into this world. You're of like music. You're, you're tapping your toe and bobbing your head right away because you kind of need to to play the game. Yeah. And then a game I recently beat that also recently came out, something I kickstarted, is a RPG called Knuckle Sandwich on Steam. You should check it out. It's good. It's got an amazing soundtrack. I think that was my favorite part of it and a great style. But here's a great one, which is the final boss theme, which is very much one of the things that uh, I read about this game when the creator was talking to all. There's, I think, about six different composers that make up the soundtrack for this game. This song is by Nellward. But when they they didn't have to do a lot of like uh, notes from the the creator, all, all his only note was just make it weirder. And I think that really reflects in this OST, which I like. So that game, how, how do you, you beat that game? I beat that game. Where do we land on? You know, it's fine. <laughs> Music's game, cool. The music is cool. <laughs> I think the game itself, like, it's, it, I don't really know. Listen, music's cool. The Moving me, on. That's, the, the, I mean, hey, you're the one that asked, <laughs> so I didn't say it. I couldn't remember it yeah. if you beat it or not yet. Yeah. Um, I'm currently working my way through Alan Wake 2, and... I knew I was going to play that game, but at the Game Awards, they did a musical dance number that as soon as it finished, I opened up the Xbox app on my phone and bought the game mm-hmm. because it was so weird and catchy. I, I I didn't even know if it was part of the game or what. I didn't know if it was like a musical rendition of what the game... I didn't, I didn't know what I was looking at, but I was into didn't it. didn't know anything. I bought it, and then I got to the part where that song is a musical in the game. It's just awesome it's uh the in-game band is called old gods of asgard yeah and the song is herald of darkness there's a real band that is playing the in-game band poets of the fall which is the same band who played the song from control there's that part that's like jake control and it's a similar scene yeah. it's not a musical but like music is playing and stuff is happening in relation to it and it's really cool to me that music in the alan wake and remedy universe is like lore like there's uh-huh. a there's a real band that has consequences that because they exist it's cool that like they're music, weird yeah i like that a lot of these games are so where music is like a big part of the theme or the story and that's really neat yeah so here's herald of darkness by the in universe old gods of Asgard. so you want to
a lot of good music. I mean, these are all shout outs, frankly. These but. are all, yeah, this is why we say like we don't really like the idea of like, you're the winner. I know we keep saying winner on some of these, but if we're shouting it out, it's it's awesome. I've been introducing some of my friends to games for the first time, like just like helping them find games that work for them. And they're just, they haven't really, you know, they're new to games. And one of the things one of my friends says like, what's so interesting is I'm realizing that Games have great music. Like all these games have such interesting soundtracks. I'm like, well, I know, right? You don't think about You and I talk about the, and, and I think we've probably done it on episodes. We've talked about how people kind of don't necessarily respect game storytelling. Yeah. Music, if you sit there and tell me that video game music isn't music, you're just. Does anyone say that? But I've, I do but like, think I that. I feel like people don't re realize like to make a song for a game, you just have to make a song, you know? Yeah. Like there's no like. I think a lot of people still think video game music is bleeps and bloops. Yes, and for some sure. video game music is bleeps and bloops, and it's awesome. Just depends. I mean, it has to fit the game, and there's a yeah. lot of. I mean, that's what's kind of cool about it is I think we picked a lot of games where the music isn't necessarily bleeps and bloops, but are, but everything's composed for the game. Like in a game like well, a platformer that you have to repeat over and over again, it's going to be different than. The old gods of Asgard, right? Where it's playing through a whole scene. You don't want to yeah. have to repeat that over and over again. That is, uh, I died in that scene because I'm bad at games and I wasn't totally paying attention, but I'm not even making an excuse. I'm just bad. And I died and then I had to like do it again. It was kind it kind of lost its impact. Yeah. That said, I've listened to that song on YouTube by <laughs> itself. So I clearly like that song. But our shout out. So it's funny you said this. Yeah. The category was, or the shout outs we've been giving have been composed for the game. Wababulu wasn't, to yeah, be clear. That's but true. also, the, the shout-out goes to one that none of it was composed for it, necessarily. Maybe mm. some of it was, but... But in a way it was, right? Because aren't they from some bands that um, so, were inspired by... Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Literally the entire OST. We're supposed to pick one. We can't. I'm going to play a selection of a few of the songs right now.
that's a video game where I bought the vinyl, I listened to the soundtrack all the way through, it sends me right back to how I feel playing the game. I also want to give a shout out to Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, especially the music. Not just feeling like a derivative of Jet Set Radio. It There's some songs in there that add flavor to the Jet Set Radio like vibes. They yeah. don't just try to emulate the vibes. They actually push it forward or move it in a way that... Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake came out and added some songs and they fit, right? Like, mm -hmm. it, it's not just about trying to pretend you're the same thing from 20 years ago. Y y what's the evolution, right? Right. This well, that's whole what's great about rules. art is art is always, like, being inspired by previous artists. We're all building on each other and we want to evolve from there, you know? Yeah, Everything is, like, a collection of, everything we've listened to and watched when something is just exactly kind of the same as the old thing. It's like, well, why am I? Yeah. A lot of movies do this with these new remakes that get made. It's like, why that for sure is like, why did we get do out of this? Here. You know, get out of here. I mean, I know why capitalism, but whatever, but you're not bringing anything new to the story. Yeah. I mean, they're bringing TikTok to mean girls. Craig. Oh, true. So what do you know? Um, so some of the songs are from two mellow Hideki Naganuma, which if you are, at all into Jet Grind Radio stuff, like, they got the king, right? They got the guy that made the old soundtrack, made a new song, Jack the Funk. It, it, I don't know. The whole thing is 100% my jam, right? Like, everything in this game was for me. That was your jam. That was your um, jelly and jam. But you, as I was playing it, you were commenting, like, oh, the music's cool in this. Yeah, I you know? really liked the music as well. I think it's great. So now we go into our S ranks. Starting with yours. Craig's S rank. Come on. Oh, Cra Craig, Craig's, Craig's S, S Craig's rank. Okay, three, two, one. Craig's, Craig's rank. S rank. Craig's rank. Craig's rank. Craig's S rank. This is my favorite game of the year. And I got to tell you. Games. It was <laughs> games. 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 Tunes. Um, Tunes. Games. Hi-Fi Rush. Video game ass video game. Love that game. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Really, really like that video game. Alan Wake 2. I'm not done with it yet. Remains to be seen where I fully fall on it, but I'm having a good time with it, and it's like a, it feels like a masterpiece, right? Yeah. Even if I don't necessarily end up thinking it's one of my favorite games, it's clearly a good game, and it's doing unique, interesting stuff. So, shout out to that. Baldur's Gate 3. I'm putting it on my list because, man, is it good. And I have not played single player yet, but I very much intend to. And it was between Baldur's Gate 3 and Tears of the Kingdom. Since when Tears of the Kingdom came out, I was like, okay, this is clearly my S rank. But then Baldur's Gate 3 came out and I had just as much fun, even though we were playing at co-op, like, which is kind of rare, I think. Maybe not. Maybe that's not rare. Monster Hunter is the same way. But anyways, uh, my S rank is going to Tears of the Kingdom. I, I think people f are kind of forgetting how great that game is. Not forgetting, but... Feels like it got kind of lost in the conversation at the end of the year here. It's a really, really, really good video game. And I kind of want to replay it, but I don't have time. And there's too many games. Tears of the Kingdom, Craig's rank. That's a great, Craig's that's a great game. It's so great. It's going to happen twice because that's also my S rank. You know, I'm just going to say it. Craig's <laughs> S rank. Yes. Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, it's a, it's. It just was the game. It's the game of the year. I don't know what to say. Yeah. 
any year that uh, that kind of game comes out, it just uh, it felt one of the things I said about it was it felt like being a kid again. It really did. We were playing at the same time at separate TVs. Yeah. Like I'm sitting on the floor to play it with like my feet up in the air. Kick like I'm laying on my stomach, kicking my feet in the air. It's been a while since I played a game all day. I played that know? game all day long and I woke up and played that game all day long. Yeah, All again. we did was play that game. <laughs> and 100 hours plus went by quickly. Mm-hmm. Persona 5 Yakuza games. I eventually feel the the, the length. You know, yeah. like I eventually am like, whew, all right, let's just keep just hunker down and we're going to beat this. And it doesn't hurt the experience. It's just I always remember that moment. Yeah. Tears of the Kingdom didn't do that. I almost didn't want to go to the end, but I was like, I know I really kind of I want to see the end. So I'm going to go to the end. I didn't feel like, well, time for the end. That's a great game. But some of my runners up were Dave the Diver, which I really loved. And I talked about that. Jack Jean, which is the Otome rhythm game, and what about Phasma, my Fanta? Oh, I forgot to mention Phantom Dust. I'm sorry, I skipped it because I oh, just wanted to say. Okay, I beat Phantom Dust. You're like, hold on, Grace. Uh, I, I hear that you're the best, whatever. But Phantom Dust is the real S. Phantom Dust. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish, but I'll Phantom finish. Dust. So I went back and finally beat the the re-release from 2017 this year, and I just needed to get an excuse to put it on my shout outs list okay yeah. continue i'm sorry no i was saying what about the other the one you're playing now that paranormal paranormal paranorma site. site it's very it's very good i haven't finished it though okay, and i okay, feel okay. like i do have to finish i mean at least if it's a game i'm going to finish i yes. want to finish it before Fair. i talk about it but. so jack jean otome of the year yeah yeah easily and my time at sandrock i mean i played so much of that game and it really stuck the landing and improved from my time at porsche so if yeah. you played or if you checked out my time at Porsche and weren't really a big fan, I would definitely check out Sandrock if you want something along those lines. Is it one of those situations where you should just play Sandrock? Like if you, yeah, were, like, I like, think so. But some people are like, I don't like the desert, which okay, you well, know, that's, it's fine. But whatever. Yeah. But you should play it. It's Baldur's, very good. not Baldur's. Um, Borderlands. I think Borderlands Two is the much better game so yeah. just play two like just don't there's two. no reason to play one just play two I, yeah i do think that about sandrock i think it has a lot better of a story i think it has um better characters that i end up really caring about better immersion there's always something new happening it's much less grindy and there's a lot of quality of life improvements that make it completable in a way that Portia wasn't for me i st- eventually stopped playing Portia because it was like well now i'm just endlessly grinding in a way that isn't even fun so yeah, I think Sandrock uh, improves on that a lot. I, there's a lot. There's maybe too much content. It legitimately took me like 150 hours. That's all story. That's, there's like it's not like I was just you know wasting my time doing nothing. Uh, so that's kind of crazy. But you can stop at any time, and it's a good game. So check it out. But Tears of the Kingdoms definitely my S rank. So we both have the same S rank, which is so that's so safe together of us in a year with new open world zelda i'm not even shocked yeah because i'm not even a zelda person until breath of the wild that's when i was like oh my god zelda now it's time for the big one the moment we've all been waiting for it's time to give our shout out to the the goatee you've been waiting to hear what's our goatee gonna be this year that's right, this is the GOAT of the year. You've all wanted to know. You've been waiting the whole 2023. Like, who's the best GOAT? Well, there's we're gonna so tell many. You. There's a lot of good GOATs this year. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Runner up 
from Diablo Four, the all the Kazra. All yeah. the goat men. Ooh, they're bad. And they're goats. <laughs> Wait, I thought this was just one goat boss, but there's multiple? No, Kazra's a, is a uh, goat. They're goat men. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's definitely low on the list because they're bad boys. They're bad boys. They're so bad you goats. are not the goat of the year. A good goat is Merle, who is uh, a mount in Sandrock that you can unlock that goes faster than any of the other mounts. And she's a good goat. And good goat. I, fastest. What's crazy is when I saw her in the game, I was like, I want that goat. And then I got her and I was like, wow, the game really got, answered my prayers. I got my goat. I got my goat. That's you know what really goat. gets my goat? Now, how come that's a bad thing? Here in this situation, getting what, your goat is a good thing. metaphorically is your goat? Um, and then you got the long lizard licking tongue guy. Lizard licking tongue guys. <laughs> From the goat, goat simulator. simulator. The goats. The goats. <laughs> the goats who you are. And sometimes you're a shark. Sometimes you're a shark goat. But sometimes. that doesn't, no, sometimes you're a long neck goat. Sometimes you're a long neck. Wait, what do they call the shark? Something goat. I don't know. Maybe just shark. Yeah. Li- we, we played that game this year, Ghost Simulator 3, and we enjoyed it. We it's liked a good game. Goats. It was fun. That's yeah. a game that you should play. If you've got some free time with your co-op buddy, yeah. play some Goat Simulator. You want to have a little, you want to have a little giggle. Yeah, you want some giggling. You want not much stakes, really. No. Just crazy chaos. Not at all. Play some Goat Simulator. But that's not. That you'd think that goat would be the goatee. Yeah, it's not it's the goatee. Because I got a guy I got a guy in my life with seven hundred earrings. Who who stands by me and tells me how what to do and then one day he disappeared, I think. But he, I for mean, a he while got, he got he had things to do. Blasted into bits, I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But we're talking Raru, the goat of the year. Raru from Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I think he's in love with Me? another goat. Oh, the was that a goat? The other one? No, she was that's, a human. But that's Zelda's mom. That's, yeah, that's, that's right. That's how it's Hylians were made. The first Hylians yeah. were made because she was a right. The ears are like that because they because that human had the had lore. The baby oh wait, made a baby goat. Are you saying that Link is and Zelda? They're all they're kind of goat. part goat. They're a little bit goat. Now so we understand is... that Rara is not a goat. He's I a, mean, okay. he's a whatever that is. He's a goat. But he's a goat. Look at him. So the so there it is, folks. That was the big one, the goatee. Yeah. Was that joke good? Did you guys like it? Did you guys like it? Write in and let us know if that was funny. Thank and you. if it wasn't funny, don't let us know. Yeah. But the real saves together S rank co op S rank the big one because we are a co op podcast after all. Yeah. Um. Do we, it's like so obvious. Like, well, okay. What do you guys think it is? Write in in the comments below. Runners up are. Goat Simulator 3, as we said. Good game. WarioWare Move It. Great game. was really fun and took us by surprise because I think I wasn't expecting it to be that fun. I needed it to be. Like, in my soul, I needed that game to be it, what it was. And it yeah. was. And uh, Pizza Possum. Poem Obviously. of a game. Go and get yourself some culture. Get yourself some Play culture. Some pizza Play possum. Pizza Possum. I don't want to hear about Alan Wake 2. I want to hear about Pizza Possum. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate 3. You knew that was. If you you were going to measure the game of the year, the S rank, saves together S rank by how many hours we played every game, then this one would win because we played. But that's not what we did. No, that is what we did. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's not what we did. But you think it is kind of like causality, right? Because you play a game that long, you must like it. Um, we played this game for well, going back to the heartbreak. Ninety-seven we played Wild hours Hearts for half that time, and it's not half the game. Okay, I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just, just also I'm saying. just saying. And again, I intend, fully intend to play a single player run soon. Uh, yes, me too. I want to play this game again. I want to. When you put I in a hundred hours. Listen, let me tell you what I want to do. I want to, I want to recruit Lazel, which we never did. We left her for dead and we didn't even know we did that. And I want me and Asterian to have our happy ending, which we did not have. And it was, <laughs> I want to make things right. Who is the. Damn it. The one that you can recruit that fights with Speaking the goblins. Speak about the one that got away. <gasps> we should have added the Asterian uh, the breaking up with me to heartbreak. Put it in. That's a that's a last minute entry. Last a minute entry. Asterian broke up with me in Baldur's <laughs> Gate. <laughs> and I was so sad. And then we realized, I was like Googling why this happened. And I missed like one essential cutscene in Act 2. And it was way too late. Like we could not go back. That would have been replaying hours and hours. And I was like, okay, that's just what happened. I guess I'm very sad so i added it officially on the that, record that was really Asterian a broke a up with true me. <laughs> that's true that was actually that i was so sad um yeah it's rare to play a game for 100 hours and then and then be like let's play again put it just start again right at least it's rare it's rare for us i'm yeah, sure yeah. some people do that all the time like tears of the though. kingdom i beat after like 120 hours or something and then i chilled on it for a bit but yeah. I, I now would like to go back and play some more of it yeah i'm into it again but it it was instant with Baldur's gate 3 was elden ring this year no okay <laughs> elden ring was last year that's crazy that's really crazy that it was last year. anyway so that's the that's shout out 2023 and it's been a great year it's been a great year for games okay really quick i know we said we weren't gonna do this but you should watch the curse and blue-eyed samurai those were probably my favorite shows this year the curse is on showtime you have that showtime like plug in on hulu whatever or you know find a different way and uh blue eye samurais on netflix those shows are amazing pokemon concierge just dropped we only so watched far, one episode. i'm into it um let's do other cool quick cool stuff from the year do you have a um I, I yeah think. the spear that cuts through water is my absolute favorite book of the year check that out by simon jimenez amazing book if you like fantasy and just like epics it's it's great what else um I think that those are my three favorite things, I think, this year. What about, dude, there's got to be more TV, wasn't there? I'm just saying The Curse and Blue Eye Samurai, I was thinking about why they hit leave. with me so hard. And it's because, I mean, for me, like what I like, I want to feel like these are real people. Like all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God, why is she doing that? Why am I talking about a character that way? Like I get so drawn into the writing that they're real to me. And that's very rare. So I think those two shows do that. And that's amazing. So. I think you should leave was this year. Season three was, wasn't it? Okay, there you go. That's a good show. That's a great show. I feel Very like funny. we're definitely forgetting something, but I'm just we saying gonna... I know that those were my two favorites. That's good. That's that's excellent. But yes, there's a lot of good TV, obviously. Spent some good wrestling. Hangman versus Swerve Strickland deathmatch. Hangman drinks and swerves blood. It was really awesome. We love a dread blood <laughs> dread. We a blood drinking moment. Blood drinking. Um wrestling's good. Okay. Well, well, well said. What about music? What about movies? Barbie. Movies. Barbie's good. I mean, we love Barbie. That Ninja was... Turtles. Spider-Man. Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, right? Saltburn. Saltburn? I, now, Saltburn, don't go, just don't go into no, that. No, you should. Okay. You <laughs> see for yourself what Saltburn's I all about. I loved Saltburn. I mean, it was good. It wasn't like, it wasn't like the movie of my heart. See, I, it kind of is for me because oh, okay. what it did there's a scene that's playing out and I'm watching it. And I'm like, you know what? I hate this movie. Yo, well, Not we, because <laughs> I'm disgusted, but because I'm just like, actually, screw this pretentious crap. I don't like this. This is like weird love story. I don't like this at all. And then I 
you rocketed back to the top. Did you not like it because you thought it was just a love story? I thought it was, yeah, like a grief love thing. What's and wrong I was with like, love? Uh, I just thought the characters were pretentious for like we're so like yeah. just like ugh, I don't care about these characters. They're not doing anything redeemable. Yeah, why would I care that he's sad? And then oh, never mind. This movie rules. So I like Saltburn a lot. Okay. What else? There's there's another movie. I swear I'm forgetting something important. Godzilla minus one. Godzilla minus one is cool. That was we. I did not watch a lot of movies this year. The Boy and the Heron. Boy and the Heron's all right. Yeah. Righteous Gemstones, How To With John Wilson. Yeah, that's right. TV was better this year, I feel, for me. We finished, we watched Freaks and Geeks. I watched Freaks and Geeks for the first time, and I really liked it. Last of Us, I really liked Last of Us. Uh, Barry, Barry was amazing. The last season of Barry, Fall of the House of Usher. That was cool. That was a great show. Some good anime we watched this year that I really loved was Skip and Loafer. That is a great show and a great manga. And I don't care if you don't like high schoolers, dude. You should check it out. It's extremely well written. It's one of those one of those stories that brings me back that like lets me enjoy a, a story about a high schooler in a way as an adult that feels right. Like and usually I can't. It's like uh, I don't really relate to these people's problems, but it feels like they are children you're watching over and you feel like your your heart goes out to them. And they're very, it's very sweet. And then Scott Pilgrim. Which was a great oh, show. Th- dude, Scott Pilgrim turned me around. The, so the trailer Scott, comes Scott out. Scott Pilgrim. What's it called? War against the World takes off. Takes off. Takes Scott off. Pilgrim takes off uh, on Netflix. The the announcement of the anime comes out and I'm like, dude, Scott Pilgrim is so 2010 and earlier. Like, yeah. we do not need this right now. Trailer comes out and I go. The trailer mm, was really good. a little bit hype. And then. Show comes out, we watch the first episode, like, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's an interesting take on this. And then by the end, I'm fully back in on Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I think it's it's really good. It does something brand new with the characters and the franchise, and it it kind of like develops its own like retrospective on the on the whole thing that I yeah. I think works really well. So So that you yeah, if you and have any Scott I, Pilgrim love. Because I liked the movie, but I was not in love with it. Like I was not because I I didn't like the I didn't like Scott Pilgrim's character that much. And I think this really like uh, retroactively makes everything better somehow. I don't know. It's, it's good. rare when that happens. <laughs> it's really and good. It's always awesome when it does. It, it, it was very rare, but I think it was written really well and it was super fun anime. So check it out for sure. If you have any interest at all. And I didn't even have that much interest, but, you know, I liked it. So. So that that was 2023. I'm excited for 2024. I love New Year's. I really, really do. It's just even though it means literally nothing, it's fake, but it means something to me. Okay, it's a chance for us all to start again. So let's do it. I yeah, sure. Sure. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate all of you. Yes. Whoever's whoever's out there listening. If you're out there uh, listening, I hope you had a good 2023 we love um, you. you probably didn't because no one could have an entirely good year. A lot of people had bad years, but I hope next year is better for y'all. It will be. It will be. I think things get better. Things get better. I think that. And also worse. And that's life. Listen, uh, you do what you got to do. You and I mean? just keep fighting. Keep and fighting the good fight. Keep that, fighting the good fight. That good fight is playing video games. Keep on playing games. Keep on playing gamers. them games. Let's go gamers. Let's, Let's go video, ga- video gamers. We're Let's video gaming video gamers. Let's go video game into the new year. Let's blast off. 2024. 2024 saves together takes start off. to begin. What, what, what's like a good <laughs> put start. insert your coin because 2024 is here. I don't like it.